This is episode 114 of Nerds with Mikes. I'm Emily. I'm Travis. And I'm Justin. And today we're going to talk about uh, some Tribes of Midgard. Uh, just came out last Sunday. New PS5 beta and what are our games of the year picks so far. But first, what have you guys been up to? Who are we starting with me? Justin, what about you? Ooh. Whoever. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have been up to, I watched some Ted Lasso, the newest episode. Uh, started watching another show on Netflix called, uh, oh shoot, I think it's called I Think You Should Leave. It's the Tim Robinson sketch comedy show that is absolutely hysterical. Um, if I got the name wrong, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's not like Tim Robinson watches this show, so no harm, no foul. Uh, been playing some Final Fantasy fourteen. I did stop playing the New World beta uh, because well, I don't want to do it again because I'm probably <laughs> going to pick it up at the end of the month. Uh, which Emily told me before the show it comes out on the very last day of August. I thought it was like yeah. mid-August. So I'm a little disappointed. Uh, but yeah, I've just been playing some Final Fantasy fourteen, And um, I feel like there's something else I played, but I forgot. But not important. Uh, what about you, Travis? So I have uh, actually been up to quite a bit. Um, still watching The Flash. Uh, that hasn't changed. Um, caught up on Ted Lasso, which we'll talk about. Um and then I actually traveled to Knoxville to work for the weekend. And after that, I decided to uh, take a road trip afterwards. So I'm currently in an Airbnb in Asheville, uh, North Carolina. Uh, after Asheville, I'll be heading to Charleston, South Carolina. After that, I'll be heading to Savannah, Georgia. And then after that, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to end up. May go through Nashville. Uh, don't really know yet, but uh, just taking some time off. Um, Have you been also, to Charleston before? I have not. No. Uh, okay. I'm going down to see one. Of, going down to see one of my friends that lives there. Uh, we're gonna go. Um, her and I are gonna go on a ghost tour, and I'm kind of excited Ooh. about that. So cool. That sounds yeah, fun. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for that. They have ones where they take you either through houses, through graveyards, through dungeons, like all sorts of crazy stuff. So I'm excited about that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's gonna be some Resident Evil stuff. I'm kind of scared, but um, but anyways, other than that, I think that's pretty much. Oh, uh, I started a class last week, so that's been consuming a lot of my time. Um, however, I turned in my first assignment, and I got a 9 out of 10, so I'm pretty excited about that. So Good job. Congratulations. Yeah. So what about you? Uh, what about you, Emily? Um, well, Tribes of Midgard came out on Tuesday, and I actually cosplayed. I have a, a friend that I stream with a lot in Borderlands. Um, his name is Vanderforge. I've probably talked about him a few times. Um, he's known as the hype Viking on Twitch. And he was like, I'm going to do some Viking makeup tonight. He's like, do you, he's like, you should too. And I was like, I'm not good at that kind of stuff. And he goes, no, you do. He's just, he's just, just throw some black makeup on. You'll be fine. So I spent like two hours doing like Viking cosplay black makeup. And it, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I did a pretty bang up job on that. And, uh, I played tribes of Midgard for 15 straight hours. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a picture of it there. Um, yeah, so it was super fun. I had a, like, I normally, I don't like makeup. I don't do a lot of makeup, but that was super fun to do. Um, and uh, just playing the game was just, I had a blast. I played um, with, like, anywhere between, like, uh, five to, like, eight people the whole time. Um, it's definitely one of those games that you want to play with people. But uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But, yeah, Tribes of Midgard. Um been watching of course ted lasso as well I actually just watched that just a little bit ago um the new episode of that and uh and yeah and, and borderlands so i just been going back and forth between tribes make garden borderlands so been super fun it came out great oh thank you second side 
Appreciate it. Nice. All right. Uh, so, oh, actually, so first up on the notes, we have Tribes of Midgard. Do you want to jump into it? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, like I was saying, I I put 15 hours into my first stream of it, and it felt like I was I had been playing for seven. Like it, I mean, it really like half the it, the half that time it didn't feel like I was playing for 15 hours. Like it was ridiculous. Um, and the next day I played for another like 12 hours and streamed for another 12 hours of it. And consecutively. It was, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, wow. I think I started, um, I started on, on that Tuesday, I was going to start earlier in the day, but I wanted to wait for, for Vander cause we, I wanted to play with people. Um, so we, I think it went live around like four or five, um, uh, PM. And then we just, we went all through the night and I think I, I, I got done at like, like I was like eight or, or something like eight, eight, you know, AM. And it was just, it was so much fun. I had a blast playing it. Um, my, my community had a blast watching it. Um, and it's a new game. So like everybody always wants to like learn the ins and outs of it and everything. And, and I was still learning the ins and outs of it. And, um, the, the second stream was a little bit better. Cause I, I knew a little bit more of what I was doing and how things worked and everything. Um, it was, it was one of the, and I played a lot of solo that stream and I, I can recommend that if you pick up this game, play if you can play with people first and then go in at it solo if you want to do some solo because it is one of those games that it is it's a lot to take in and it's a lot to do when you're first learning how things work and and how you should upgrade your like your your npcs because the village is it's a village and you have a blacksmith you have a tinker you have a trapper you have an armor um, person and you have to upgrade those each individual NPCs to be able to create better and better things. Um, so you learning how to to do that and and do it solo was really hard. Um, so I, I highly recommend doing group play first, at least between three to three to six people first, um, and then jump in and do and do more of a solo. Um, but uh, I, I think it's fantastic. Um, it is a roguelike in a sense of your if your tree dies, then your world ends and you have to start all over. Um, and there's challenges. That's what's really cool about it, too, is you have things that you can accomplish in the game. It's not just a, hey, your tree dies and then and then you just start all over again. Um, every, every single time that you die, you've learned something about the game and, and how to progress even further later on down, you know, after, you know, you go and die you are gonna pick it back up and you're like okay well i did this last time and i i died so i you know better go off and go this route or go this route and it's procedurally generated too so it's gonna be different every single time um but uh do you guys have any questions about it or anything that you can think of um so at 20 dollars, i have a feeling it's a solid recommendation right um, did you bump up to the 30 dollars edition deluxe edition yeah because i you know you, you look at it as you know, it gives you cosmetics and it gives you the cat, the pets that like mm -hmm. follow you around. And I thought, you know, 10 more dollars to support a, de a developer, a publisher I love, first of all, and, you know, to possibly, you know, help this developer, you know, going further. And if it and if it ended up sucking, like I was like, you know, what, I was out 10 more dollars. Um, but I, I did end up going with the, the $30 edition 
and and I do not regret it. Um, I think it was uh, I think it was a, a great investment. I mean, like I said, I've put close to thirty hours into it in just the two two streams that I did, and I I will be putting a ton more play time into it as well. So, hundred percent recommend. <laughs> is there anything that uh, is there anything that you is there anything that you were surprised by or didn't expect, you know, in the game, either good or bad? So the I felt really bad uh, the the after my first stream because I real I, I then after that realized how the communal chest works in it. So there's a communal chest. So if you're playing with other people with co-op people, you actually can throw all of your stuff into this communal chest. Oh no, and how it works is, is uh so so travis say you threw your your five pelts or leather into the communal chest right and i also have five pelts on me you can't see the pelts that i have but since you threw your five pelts in the communal chest i now show in my inventory that i have 10. oh and i didn't understand that that's how it worked <laughs> And so I was thinking that I just had 10 pelts and I was like, ah, I can make this thing. And I was just making, oh, no. yeah, I felt so bad. Robbing but, your, your people. Yeah. Like I just, but, but I don't, I think a lot of people didn't realize that that's how it worked too. And I think uh, it's just, it's a learning curve and it's a learning experience. But um, after that, I was like educating everybody on it. I was like, listen, this is how this works. Just so you know. <laughs> um, so that was a little surprising that, but I, I, I grew to like that because then if, you say, hey, I need two pelts. You can be like, Travis, you can be like, I've got two pelts, go throw them in the in the communal chest, and then I can just go straight to the armor and craft my my stuff. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Um, but there there were obviously it's a new game. There is gonna be bugs. Um, I spent a long time unlocking the seer class, which is probably one of the most overpowered classes in the game because she is um she is not susceptible to any of the environmental. So like no heat, no cold, like she can survive it all. Um, and that's kind of key to have one of those characters so that they can go out and get things in those cold areas and in the hot areas. Um, and I worked like so long to get those because you have to buy frost out after killing a Jotun 10 times. And it glitched on me. Yeah, it's called a Jotun. It's J-O or J-U-T-O-O or T-O-N-N, I think but it's pronounced Jotun. Um, it's just giant. It's just one of the giants. Um, yeah. But it ended up glitching out on me. And right now they're, they don't, or they're not aware of a, any fix for it. And so I, I worked so hard to sit there and try to unlock this, this class that's like super powerful and I need to be able to unlock another class and it's glitched out. So I can't, I can't unlock it at the moment. So I'm going to, oh, so fingers crossed that they, they put out a patch like the very next day. So, which is nice. And it yeah. uh, means that they're working hard and that they're actually listening to the community and what's going on and the things that are going wrong are wrong with the game. They're fixing. So that's great. So, so, so um, one thing I was trying to look up, but I can't find it. So you may not know. I know that we ta we talked about the lack of crossplay before. Hmm. Yeah. Is that something that they are exploring, enabling crossplay with PS4 and PS5 users with PC users, or is it still going to be separate? Um, I mean, they. I know the Gearbox wants to. Gearbox ha wants to enable crossplay. I mean, they enabled crossplay with Borderlands, yeah. um, with PC and and, and Xbox. Um, I don't know the deal on on why they didn't bring this game out for Xbox. If it was like a a, a deal with PlayStation, um, but I I hope that if Gearbox can come to an agreement with 
Borderlands and crossplay that eventually that it will happen, of course, with with this game as well. Because I think it will just it'll just bring more people to those two games player bases. Yeah. I mean, and and you're gonna have more people that will buy the game for console and buy PlayStation Plus and buy, you know, and and I, I think I don't know why PlayStation thinks that they're not gonna make money off of this by having crossplay. I, I just I I I don't I don't understand it honestly. Because I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna buy a play, PlayStation five just to play with PlayStation five. Yeah. Like it's just not gonna happen. I have a yeah. great PC that's outperforms the PS five. So why would I do that? Like, you know, but there's also people that have a PS5 that won't buy the game because they can't play with me because I'm on PC. So they're just losing yeah. out on, they're just losing out on 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 money there. Honestly. Yeah, the the group of people I play with are pretty split between PC and PlayStation and even Xbox, which the game you know like you said isn't even available on Xbox. Yeah. So it makes me like I know it's only twenty dollars, but I'm like I couldn't play with the people I would want to play with, you know. Yeah. Um, and your progress doesn't close. carry over between yeah. PC and PS4. Now, if your progress carried over between like cross, like actual cross plat yeah, save, no then that would be okay. Then I sure, then I would buy it on PS4 and then play with you know, play, you know, PlayStation people there as long as my save and everything transferred over. But like the technology be- exists, I, I just don't see why there's any reason why any multiplayer game is being released in 2021 that's not crossplay. I don't understand that at all. But well like right. I said it's 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 on Sony because I, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I can guarantee is. you yeah. I can yeah. guarantee you that if that game came out for Xbox, PC and Xbox would be playing crossplay right now. But oh, yeah. Sony would oh, still be in the dark. Of course. So, which I somebody said and mentioned on Twitter in one of their posts asking about Xbox availability on Tribes of Midgard and Tribes of Midgard said it's that it's not a no, but it's like you know, could be later down the yeah. road opened up to that. So, so that's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. yeah, I look forward to playing it. I definitely plan on picking it up, but I just knew that I had vacation and stuff coming up, and you know, I wasn't gonna be able to play with class and stuff. So I'm probably gonna try to get it uh, next week sometime. Definitely. So, I've already yeah. spent like five dollars on the coins because it has like a like a like a store, a shop yeah. that you can actually like buy coins. And the thing is, you don't have to buy coins. You can. Yeah. You can get the coins via the, the, the season pass tier things. Um, and as you're leveling up, but at the same time, I was like, you know what, this game is amazing. I was like, it was cheap. I and, and it's a way to support the, the devs into continuing to make their game better. And they're giving us free content for the foreseeable future. So, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't mind spending $5 here and there or $5 every month for 500 coins to buy something that I like in the store to support the, the, the developers. So, right. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I look forward yeah. to playing it. So, um, let's, uh, let's talk about, so Emily, you've done quite a bit of catching up since last week. I know that, uh, we had spoiled the first episode of, okay. <laughs> of season two of Ted Lasso for you. Um, but, uh, We'll kind of start with you, and then we'll, we'll kind of let you give your impressions of season one leading up to season two, uh, and then we'll all just kind of talk together about season two and then also episode two. But go ahead and uh, tell us what you think so far. So, like, the first few episodes, I was like, okay, this is this is interesting. I'm not a big, like, soccer or, or football yeah. fan. I'm, like, I've never been a sports, like, watching sports fan. But sports we really, ball. we don't really watch any sports in this show. It's, it's, it's essentially just a, you know, uh, a story about Ted become, you know, going from a, what, like, 
like was it wasn't even was it college was it high school football uh college football it was college football going to you know a premier soccer league and i'm just kind of like and and uh jason just does a fantastic yeah yeah, sudeikis just does a fantastic job at reeling in that like southern draw like (laughs) accent compared to all these british people that are just like I just I love the comparison of the two the two accents in the show and it makes me just every time he starts talking it just makes me laugh um and just like the 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 little like things that he says like the comparisons that he says between things it just it's just it's so funny and and it just makes you giggle and then there's just some parts of the the show probably the one thing that almost made me like like legit pee my pants in laughter was when they were getting into a fight in the in the locker room and ted lasso says something about something about fight club and beard goes no fight club and just screams no fight club and it's just like i i don't know like it's just like little little things in the the first season just made me laugh which we were only into two you know two episodes in the second season but the first episode was amazing in second season the second episode uh was pretty good we got a little bit um more of like not really backstory, but just kind of like catching up to do whatever I've been up to and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, but I uh, loved it. It was great. Well, well, good. I mean, I, I definitely know you had your work cut out for you because uh, before uh, when we recorded last week, you had not seen any of it. And now you're all the no. way caught up. So, so oh, good job. What, what's his name? Danny, Danny, Danny Sh- Rojas. Danny Rojas. Oh my yeah. God. When I first saw Danny Rojas, he was like, Danny Rojas, <laughs> football's <laughs> life. <laughs> like yeah. I just, I just, I loved, I love Danny Rojas. And I was just, every time he he was like running out in the field and I would just like every little thing like that, just like the little stuff just made yeah. me laugh. So did you ever watch Scrubs? Yes. Jesse yeah. loves Scrubs. Oh love scrubs my too. gosh. He loves Scrubs. And I think I've, and in a like overall i've probably seen every scrubs episode but mm-hmm. not in order because every oh. time like jesse like he goes back and watches it he's probably watched scrubs like 10 times yeah. through <laughs> yeah i mean I, I, yeah. I probably have i'm close to that number as well it's one of my favorite comedies but i mean um bill lawrence just knows how to make a good comedy i mean even if there's like a little bit of cheese mm-hmm. to it yeah but there's like a, there's a lot of heart and so it both... is the same person who yeah. did okay so i didn't know that so yeah um, that's why he likes it so much so yeah <laughs> yeah Maybe. yeah that's one of my favorite things about the about the show is the fact that you could be laughing one minute and then the next minute you're just kind of on the verge of just tearing up a little bit you know, right yes I, I i wasn't gonna say anything because i've obviously been on uh for my for my poison sumac or whatever that i have all over my legs yeah. i've been on steroids like non-stop yeah. for like almost a month and so I thought I was just tearing up because, no. you know, uh, I'm on, you know, I'm so emotional right now because of that. No. But no, I would, I would, you'd be dying laughing one minute and then I'd be like, it makes <laughs> me feel crying. like, a, it makes me feel like I'm bipolar. I mean, even like the first episode of season two, when obviously the beginning part happens and then he's in the press conference and then he's telling this story about, he's telling this story about how his neighbor had a dog and yeah. it bit him and then he was afraid and he would cry. And then just that whole series of events leading up to what he's saying, it's just like, man, where did this come from? Like, you exactly. Know, uh, I felt the yeah. same way. I was just like, and I watched that episode twice because I, we restarted it. Cause Jesse was, was yeah. I, Jesse was watching it with me and I legit, like, I almost cried the second time whenever I watched him talk about that. And I was like, 
because I have a dog and I love dogs and it makes me sad when I hear about that. Justin, throw that comment up there. Yeah, Ted Lasso yes. for president. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. We need more Ted Lasso. Um, and, and beard can be VP, so that's fine. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, I love his <laughs> facial expressions. Like he doesn't even have to say anything. Like beard yeah. does not have to say anything. He can just have his facial expressions, and the, and they're perfect. They're great. Yeah, my, one of so. my favorite moments so far in the season was that actual facial expression. It was when that sports psychologist came in and she says, "Do you think you're a good coach?" And he says, "Stop looking at them." Like, do you think you're a good coach? And he's like, "Yeah." And then she's like, she's like, well, if you think you're a good coach, I'm twice as good at my job. And then Beard's mouth, mouth is just like. He was like. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty and good. That's all he yeah. needed to say. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, Justin, what do you think about uh, episode two? I thought episode two was good. I, um, I, I was kind of wondering where they were going with the whole Jamie Tart storyline, uh, especially when yeah. we saw him at the end of the first episode on that reality show. And now we can see he is really fallen uh from the good graces uh of soccer yeah. or football whatever you want to call it uh so i was a little um i actually was a little disappointed that ted let him rejoin the team at the end because well he is do a, we know that's what happened i mean it's exactly what it looks like he comes yeah. out wearing the afc richmond gear yeah i understand that but did you not see the um did you not see the smirk of uh the owner right at the end before the episode cut off like Everybody seemed confused, but her. Did you not really pick up on that? No, I didn't. Like, oh, maybe like that she was the one that like invited she... him back, and nobody else knew about it. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that Ted's not because I mean, obviously, like Ted changed his tune when he realized how broken he was. He he, mm-hmm. he kind of mm-hmm. said it. He went back on what he had originally thought, but then we didn't really see anything past that. But like. We see her smirk at the very end, and she's the only one that makes any kind of expression, almost as if she like did something kind of sneaky. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I read too much. Yeah, I thought it was going to yeah. be Higgins because there was that whole uh, discussion at the beginning about how he's over football operations, and Ted's just the yeah. coach. But Ted was like, just run things by me. But clearly Higgins didn't do that once. Who's to say he's not going to do it again, yeah. whether intentionally yeah. or by accident? But, I mean, we know Jamie Tart is a team chemistry killer. But we also know this show has to have a conflict. I'm yeah. sure that will be the conflict this season part of it. Um, so I don't know. I uh, I mean, he's definitely a character that can be redeemed. I mean, he's not just – he's a jerk. Yeah. But, like, he's not, like, an evil human being. He can definitely – I mean, he, uh, sent, he sent flowers to uh, to Kent. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I, I love like, Roy Kent in this episode. Oh yeah. Me too. Like when he was on the, the, the show. Yes. Oh, it was, I was like, that would, that would be me. I would just be like, they would have to apologize for every other word out of my mouth. Yeah. That did, was uh, really good. Did anybody feel awkward about the scene of his girlfriend in, in bed? With yeah. her phone? Yeah. It was like, a, it, interesting. That scene, that scene happened right after she talked uh, to Jamie and you're like, yeah. Oh no, she's she's better than this. She's not doing this. And then you realize that, oh, well, she's not cheating on him. But when she had her phone, I was like, oh no, it's going to be a picture of Jamie or something like that. But no, too. it's just it's just Roy crying. I think the show is <laughs> too wholesome for them to have because we would if if they had her cheat on Roy Kent, the fan base would absolutely turn on Keely, and she mm-hmm. would be villainized at that point. I don't think that they're going to do that. I think pretty much the core group. Even uh, Rebecca at this point is like in good guy territory, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I don't I don't think it's kind of show where you're gonna have a, a true villain. Um, I don't think it needs one. I think it just needs conflict. Which one thing yeah. I want to bring up? I'm oh, sorry, Travis. Um, I'm going to lose my thought real quick. It, Emily brought up she's not a soccer fan, but if you think about it, this is really just another workplace comedy. Yeah, it it really is. Yeah, like there's yeah. hardly any actual gameplay. You yeah. see, like before the game, you say middle of the game, like in the locker room, and then you see like at the end yeah. of the game. And when they and, do have yeah. those game moments, they they are good. Like even mm-hmm. if you don't really care about it, I feel like you're you're sucked into that world, and like you do want to see them win. Um, Travis, I'm sorry to cut you off there. I was, I was going to lose that thought. I had it once no, no, no. before and lost it. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, I'm kind of curious because at the end of the second episode, like, because so far this season, all I've really rooted for other than Roy is um, for uh, Ted and the sports psychologist to kind of get along. And we we start to get that towards the end of the episode where she like, tells him her favorite book and you know, and you're like, oh, cool. Like, I thought that conversation was going to go way different, but it actually was like a pretty wholesome moment. But then it makes me wonder, like, now with Jamie coming back, like, is she going to see that as like a poor move and like kind of like it's going to cause a rip between them right when they were kind of starting to get, you know, like along? You know what I mean? Um, I still I don't, don't know about no. her. I don't know about her. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know if I that's kinda, her job. You know, yeah. I don't know if she's there to really evaluate his moves, but rather just to evaluate him as like a human yeah. being. So I don't know. That's a that's yeah. a good question, though. We'll have to watch more. There, there needs to be more episodes. Yes. <laughs> so we can. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, ju- so. so, Justin, do you have some news about PS5 for us? Yes. Um, so, if you're <laughs> like me, and you may not be, um, this is a big deal uh, for me. Um, so. Uh, Sony announced the PS5 software beta, which is enabling uh, my most sought-after feature, and that is the ability to they're them enabling that uh, extra hard drive slot in PlayStation 5 consoles. This beta now does enable that. Um, Sony did put out a list of requirements, but they did say they're kind of being really um, not helpful in this situation. Sony, like they, not helpful? What? I know, right? Who, who would have thought yeah. that? They're basically saying, here are the requirements that you need. And yes, this piece of tech is 200 to 400, $500 uh, that, that, you know, to, to get that hard drive, but we're not going to guarantee it's going to work or it's performance. So go spend your money, crack open your $500 system, slap that bad boy in there and hope for the best. Um, Sony. I know. Just, no, go. That's, and, bull, that's BS. Get, I know. get out of here with that. Oh and what's going to happen, though, is what's going to happen is is they're eventually going to have, I'm, and I'm just guessing, but I'm assuming. A class action lawsuit? No, I'm assuming we'll have a, uh, like, a optimized for PS5 solid state drives that you'll find in GameStops around the nation at some point. But they're going to have, like, a, you know, a 30% markup because it is optimized for Sony PlayStation 5. Proprietary. Uh, yeah, proprietary. Uh, which that's that's how Microsoft is doing theirs, which is they have a – it's like a little expansion card you slide in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like I said, it's like 220 I I'm mean, surprised that they it's went a, with proprietary though. Usually Microsoft yeah. is very like open source. You can just use whatever as long as it's – and as long, as long as it says it's authorized to work and they'll, they'll, they'll cover it. But like yeah. – you know, I, that surprises me because usually it's Sony. You remember the Vita with the proprietary yeah. memory cards? And they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. I, I so. assume that Microsoft will most likely open up the use of external hard drives for Xbox Series X games once the 
external hard drive speeds catch up to the internal speeds, which I don't know how far we are from that. I'm hoping Sony will do the same, actually, because that would be nice. But um, but yeah, so that was just one of the many features. That's the one that got most of the headlines. It also um, uh, enabled 3D audio support for TV speakers. So if you've been using a, a Sony headset for 3D audio, you can now just use your TV speakers if you're in the beta program. Um, I am not in the beta program, um, and I'm really in no rush to test this feature. I think I'll, I'm definitely happy because any any time you crack open your system and install like new hardware in it, like that's you know that can make me anxious. So I'm more than yeah. happy to wait on that. But I don't know, Travis. You're probably not even close to filling up your PS5, are you? Uh, no. Well, no. To be fair, I actually had to delete a few games off to uh, to install some new ones. But of course, yeah. one of those was Call of Duty, and it takes up over 200 gigs so yeah. which is ridiculous so yeah. i was looking i have battlefield i've been playing battlefield 5 some and it's like 110 gigs and i'm wondering like will my playstation even hold battlefield 2042 because i've yeah. been playing all my ps4 games off of an external hard drive you can you can still right. do that mm-hmm. um yeah. but like i don't know if i'm gonna have room for like half of these games coming out between now and the end of the year i mean yeah. i assume far cry 6 will be big battlefield will be big um I don't even know what else is coming, but I mean, they're going to be big games, and I just don't know if I have room. Yeah, Dying <laughs> Light, Dying Light too. Yeah, I don't be a big one, but yeah, I need it. December seventh, as you say, it's like late, late, late year. Yeah, December seventh. Yeah. If it doesn't get I'm pushed back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, well, um, so uh, let's talk about. So we're in uh, just now August, right? So August first. Yeah, August 1st, um, so we have a little ways to go, but we thought we'd be interested to, to talk about um, a potential potential um, Game of the Year candidate with based on what's all, what's out right now. Um, obviously, we know that uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West has been delayed until 2022. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's obviously not going to be a candidate. So let's talk. It probably would have had a good shot at winning it though had it not been delayed. Insert yeah. Coin Tees, I think is the the or I think it was the company. They actually just did a, a whole line of Horizon uh Forbidden West uh clothing. Really? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was on Twitter and I like tweeted it and was like I'm in a mighty need of these things because they were like pajama pants and like stuff like that of like the with the dinosaurs on them i thought you're talking like costumes from like the game no. i'm like oh no, my god like He's actual clothing this. like actual clothing and um i'm like i'm in a mighty need for some of this some of these items and uh i think it was i'm pretty sure it's insert coin uh tease uh is doing it so if you need if you need your 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 fill of horizon forbidden west uh before the game comes out you can you can buy from them <laughs> yeah yeah so, pretty cool yeah so um, let's uh, let's kind of do a roundtable. Uh, Justin, we'll start with you. What are some of your predictions or things that you might see? So based on the games that we've played so far this year, um, or that have released this year, um, my personal game of the year picks would be Ratchet and Clank or Hitman Three. But I think um, you could definitely make the argument for that game. It makes it takes two. It almost said it makes two. It takes two, or oh, even no. like uh, Monster Hunter Rise are both highly uh, well-regarded games. Yeah. But for me personally, I haven't played those. So for me, it would definitely be Ratchet and Clank or Hitman 3. Now, if I'm going to make a guess for the rest of the year, um, that's tough because yeah. I don't know if we have that. I mean, we have like your 
your annual releases. We have some of your... Well, we don't actually, I guess, have like Assassin's Creed, but we have some games coming out that I think could be in the conversation, but I'm not really willing to, to say for sure. So I'm actually going to say, and it's probably because I've been playing it lately, but I'm going to say Final Fantasy XIV's new expansion pack, Endwalker, might be a candidate at the end of the, game, at the, end of the year. Uh, we'll see. I feel like most games of the year is very rarely any kind of multiplayer game. Usually it's a single-player story-driven game. I think Overwatch won, didn't it? Overwatch oh, yeah, has one, yeah. Yeah, it did. Okay, yeah. I'll shut up now. Go ahead, Emily. What about you? Um, well, my, my list, I have like a list because I'm just so indecisive. Um, the games that I have played um, that have released this year, uh, Returnal, um, I was talking to Justin about this before, like, you know, and that I didn't even get to finish it, like the full story of Returnal, because it's a permadeath, because I was borrowing a friend's PS5. And, but I absolutely loved it. I'm, a lot of roguelikes have to have, have to really have something special about them, and Returnal did with its story. Um, if you got far enough in, you kept seeing your dead bodies over and over again and Ooh, getting voice cool. clips. Yeah, and getting voice oh, clips wow. from your old dead bodies, and that's why that that roguelike really like grip like gripped me, and I just could not put it down. Um, and it was it's fantastic. It was fantastic. Uh, just the story. Uh, there was really no issues with the game when it released, and that I saw either. Um, so it had a really smooth release, other than it being a PS5 exclusive. If that would have been on PC that would have been in my library day one um, if it had been a PVC release. I'm fingers crossed that it may still, I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn was a, was a PVC release later on down the road. So, yeah. you know, maybe. Um, Tribes of Midgard, I already, like, am in love with that game. Um, and then Biomutant. Um, Biomutant was, a, was one of those games that I really enjoyed. It was a very different game that I just, I had never played anything like that before with the, with like that bullet time hack and slash shooter mixture. Um, Obviously I love MMOs and I love open world games. And it just took all of that and just did so well. The only downfall that would pretty much take that out of, out of, uh, of game of the year contender would be the fact that the, um, the narrator in, in Biomutant was the most annoying thing of all time. When you, the game first released, literally you would pick up a stick and he would be like that looks like a super fancy stick you just picked up like i'm not even kidding like he would literally narrate every single step you would take and but then they a couple days later they released a patch that actually allowed you to turn him (laughs) all the way down to the point to where the only thing that he would narrate would be the gibberish that the animals spoke so it made it, and if that would have been there from day one, like it would have, it would have been perfect. Um, but yeah, but those, those are my picks of stuff that's out, um, stuff that's not out. Like uh, Justin was saying, Far Cry Six, um, Dying Light Two, Back for Blood. Nobody's been talking about. One. Yeah, as you're saying, nobody's been talking about Back for Blood, and it's left the same people who made Left for Dead. I think the beta is going on right now, isn't it? It I is. I believe yeah. so. Yes. Yeah, um, I, I was in an alpha, and it was. Yeah, I can't I, say that. Right, right. I, I'm yes. just gonna put my thumbs up for yes. a second. Yeah, yeah. Like I have some friends that was also an alpha, and and they really enjoyed it. Um, I'm very excited to get my hands on that because I did love Left 4 Dead on 360. It was one of my favorite zombie games. Um, and and New World. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that could really be contenders. Um, especially a new MMO like New World. Um, could really could really do well. Um, so but uh, 
yeah, I just have, I have too many like in my brain to just say one specific one because they're all great and they could all blow us away. So, but yeah, what about yeah. you, Traps? Yeah, so for, yeah, so for me, um, <laughs> the games that I haven't played that I think are contenders um, is Disco Elysium, uh, the final cut. I think that's got a lot of attention. It's a lot of really so good, good games. I've not played it, but, um, Oh, also, I want to take a second. So anybody that's watching or listening, um, feel free to write in any games that you think could win Game of the Year uh, as well. Um, yeah. So, uh, games Wait, that did I have you say you haven't played Disco Elysium? No. I'm we not. have it on PS5. You should try it. Oh, it's okay. Well, really, really well, I good. Check it out. Um, I have played Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart. I agree with Justin. I think that could be a contender because that game is really good. It's super polished, super smooth. Uh, a game that I played that I didn't expect to like as much as I did, and I actually finished it, was uh, Resident Evil Village. Um, that one was actually really good as well. Um, and then another one um, is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I know that was pretty well received. It wasn't as long as probably most people would have wanted because it was. I think a lot of people were surprised it was going to be broken up into chapters. Um, but the gameplay, graphics, everything, and they also just released um, the uh, the updated version for PS5 as well. Um, I think that could also be a contender as well. So, so yeah. Uh, I'm really excited for Dying Light 2, though. I really enjoyed the first Dying Light, and they poured a ton of content into that game. Like, even though it was out for, like, for like four years, they still were doing stuff for that game. It kind of reminded me of what Gearbox does with Borderlands, because they just mm -hmm. keep supporting that game. So, and and I love yeah. the uh, the element of parkour uh, mixed with zombies. It's just it kind of reminds me of like Mirror's Edge meets uh, like a zombie game. It's pretty yeah. Dope. And the zombies so. in that game are just so creepy, and yeah. they are not like when it goes night, you just don't go out at night. No, That's, you just yeah. say you're like, oh, it's getting dark. Better get back to the base. Like, and you just wait. Like that was me because yeah. they would just scream at you and they would literally run all the way up to your base in Dying Light One, and like yeah. just stand there and scream at you. You're just like in a corner, like like rocking back and forth, like, you know, saying "Please yeah. go away." <laughs> yeah, so. and I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited for the new one because I know it has more like um, like dynamic changes to the city mm -hmm. and stuff too, uh, which we didn't really get anything like that in the first one. So I'm excited yeah. for that. Um, all right, what's time? Uh, to the end of the show where we always like to talk about the pick of the week ba da da oh you da -da -da. put the da 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 is it yeah. ba da da or da 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 no it's da 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 I'm just saying da -da -da. Da -da -da. <laughs> yeah so uh so yeah so I guess uh I guess I'll go first um for my pick of the week uh I wasn't ready for this I wasn't ready <laughs> I wasn't ready <laughs> no um so actually, my pick of the week is I actually did take time uh, to play the New World beta. Um, I can't really. Oh. Can you talk about? But you could talk about betas, right? Yeah, you just yeah, it's talk open. About alpha. Betas, yeah. You so can. yeah. So I played the alpha, and I won't really say much about the alpha, but I'll just say that uh, I wasn't in a hurry to play it after that. Uh, but then I went back and I played the beta here recently. Uh, that's going on, and. I, it felt like a totally different game <laughs> to be yeah. completely honest with you. Uh, the fact that this is uh, an Amazon, I think this is Amazon studio, right? Like this is mm -hmm. an Amazon gaming company, right? Yeah. The fact this is one of the first games that they've worked on and as, as ambitious as this game is, um, it actually is really good. Even for the beta, I have a lot of people that I'm working with. that's already put like 30 to 60 hours in this game. And I, 
I refuse to do that just because I know that I'm going to have to turn around and do it again. So I yeah. played enough of it to know that, like, oh, okay, yeah, I could definitely get into this. But uh, I think maybe Justin mentioned it last week, uh, maybe, is what really impresses me about the game is the fact that it pulls different elements from different types of games. It kind of has, like, a WoW vibe, but also, like, a, a Dragon Age vibe. And it's, and with, with, like, the crafting, it has kind of, like, a Rust vibe. It's just, it's really cool, like, all the elements that they worked into this game. It also reminds me of a really old um, MMO that was around when Justin and I was in GameStop days. Uh, Justin, you remember Guild Wars? Yeah. It kind of has Guild Wars vibes, too, which is kind of funny to me. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty excited for this game. Um, you said it comes out at the end of the month, Justin, right? August 31st, and Emily told me that. So, yeah, chain of information is here. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that's my pick of the week, Emily. I'm going to turn it over to you. Yes, and Shadow and Twitch chat says he hopes uh, New World turns out great. I do too. I really do. I want it to be a good game. I really want it to. I didn't play the beta. Um, I probably should have just to see if I would like it, but I know I'm going to like it. It's an, it's an MMO. It's, it's, I think it's going to be great. Um, but my pick of the week, um, if you probably didn't already guess, uh, is Tribes of Midgard. Um, cause I put, I mean, I stream, I, I streamed it for like 15 hours one day and then 12 hours the next. So, I mean, it's, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. Um, I had a lot of fun and it didn't even feel like I played it for that long. Um, so it's just, it's, it's very unique, but also grabs things from all these other, you know, different types of games, survival games, roguelike games and stuff like that. And, and just does it really, really well. The crafting is, is so much fun in that game. The weapons that you can craft up to have different abilities and powers and stuff like that. So that's really cool. Um, and I'm just, I'm excited to play more. Um, and I, they, they need to work on a little bit of balancing. There's some balancing issues. Solo is very hard if you're, if you're by yourself and you don't know what you're doing. Um, yeah, so he, yeah, he, I played with him, my, my second stream, uh, shadow and, uh, and we had a blast. It was so much fun. Um, and I, I think that, um, it's only going to get better from here. I think they're only going to just do quality of life changes, uh, you know, from here and it's going to make it a really, really good contender for a possible game of the year or even like honorable, honorable mention, uh, or something like that. So. That yeah. is my pick of the week, and I'll be playing that sometime this week, too. <laughs> nice. Um, so the homie Flip gave us his pick of the week. His picks were also New World, uh, The Ascent, and Spillgate. Uh, and he just got back from Las Vegas and Arizona after Ooh. his birthday. So happy birthday, Flip. I saw and those on uh, Instagram, I think. Instagram yeah. or Twitter or TikTok or something. I don't know. Uh, Justin Zwerner, he wants to know if New World is more PvP or PvE. Well, the game is kind of uh, interesting in that regard because – uh, as you go into a town or settlement, you can uh, turn on PvP, so you don't have to pick a PvP server. Every server has PvP, but you're not necessarily forced into it, at least from what I've gathered in the beta. I'm sure there will be some quests that require require you to have PvP turned on, uh, but you can... I had no problem running around without PvP turned on. I do know that PvP, I believe, is skill-based rather than level-based. I think you level scale, so yep. uh, don't worry about getting smacked by some level <laughs> 60s or 50s or whatever the level cap is. So what is uh, what is your pick of the week, Justin? Ah, you, I forgot. Um, <laughs> uh, mine, mine's going to be. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson on uh, Netflix. It's so funny, so so good. Uh, I'm not going to name this sketch, but there's a certain sketch uh, that Travis and I really adore from an old Comedy Central show, and we we reference it a lot. And I get a lot of vibes from that. Um, 
and uh, I'll actually I'll send you all a clip uh, when the show's over. Don't want to say it on here. Uh, I would like to not be canceled. Long story short. Uh, no, Long story short. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's the one. Um, but no, this show kind of reminds me of that. And uh, it's just so good. So um, I will say not every sketch is a hit. But uh, the ones that are hits are like fan freaking tastic. So uh, that's where I stand with that. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Well, that's a good show. Good, good Enjoyed. show. Short Enjoyed. show. Yeah, but hey, it was short and sweet. But we covered we covered a lot in a little time. I think I think we, we covered more stuff than we did last week. So yeah, yeah, and I think next week is going to be a jam packed show. So oh, oh we got another Fun comment stuff. here. Oh yeah. Uh, Flip says you can pick how you want to play New World PVE or PVP. Not mandatory. Yes, thank you, Flip. Yeah. Thank I like that. I like. It. I hate when PVP is forced in MMOs. Yeah. Oh yeah, for um, sure. So I'm glad yeah. that you can, you can pick it. It's not mandatory. So. Well, it's like on, um, it's like Rust, for instance. Like you have to pick a PvP or a PVE server. But like, I don't want to choose just one. I may want to go out and gather some wood, but I don't necessarily mm-hmm. be clubbed over the head at that moment. Yeah. But I might want to kill someone <laughs> in like 30 minutes. Yeah. So, at least with New World, I get to choose. Yeah. Yeah, you got options. Yeah. Well, Emily, you want to close this out, or Justin, one of you two? Uh, uh, I opened. I, I opened. didn't. Oh, I didn't write notes for it, so I'll close out. So this is episode <laughs> 114 of uh, Nerds with Mike. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Justin Zwerner says uh, we rock and to keep up the great work. We appreciate Thank that. You, we Justin. appreciate you for tuning no, in. You for rock. Sure. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, um, we're back. We'll be back uh, <laughs> next Sunday at 8:30. If you didn't catch us live or can't catch us live, we'll be. Uh, Add it to your favorite podcasting apps about an hour after the show ends. You can also catch recordings of the show on YouTube or Facebook Live or I think Twitch even saves them. I'm not entirely sure. You have to turn it on. Make sure you turn it on. Probably didn't. Uh, You should turn it on. I'll work on that. My bad. Guy Uh, says you should turn it on. Huh? Guy says you should turn it on. She looked at you as soon as, yeah. Okay. My dog. My dog. She said, "Turn it on." Oh, gotcha. And Flip says, "Bye, everyone. Love you all. We love you too, Flip." All right. Thank you for watching and listening and letting us embrace your ear holes. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.